Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Good morning. I Here wonder we are. Eddie 2.0. Why Why was that about to come? I feel like you surprised me by hitting play or hitting record. We were well, really in the middle of it, and then you did it. Well, the problem is, and we've learned this through years of podcasting together, sometimes we're doing pre-show like, hey, do you have your little, just a little organizational things yeah. to make sure that this did not organized still has some sort of measure, but sometimes the show starts and we forget to hit record and we're just <laughs> chatting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's in that moment that I go, whoop, and then I just jam on the button. That's right. So. The better thing is for you to hit record and and me not, and us not have to go three, two, one. I don't yeah. know that we've ever done Ooh. three, two, one. Oh, a countdown? <laughs> Every time I've ever gotten a countdown on a thing, it is terrifying. Oh, for sure. There's another one, two, what? Me? Go. If they do a three, yeah. two, one. <laughs> You've done a lot of public speaking. I would I rather, my, my ideal, what's your ideal way to enter into your first words of public speaking. Do you understand well, you know, that question? We know John Acuff is very serious about not reintroducing yourself. Hey, I'm Annie. Thanks, guys, for having me. Because he's like, it's written down on whatever ticket they purchased. Yes. It's yes, yes. on oh, every yes. banner. And oh, yeah. someone just introduced you. Mm-hmm. And so to me, my favorite thing is if the person introducing me is, st- if there's a person, if there's a video while the video's running, walk out. As soon as the video's done, you're there. If a person's introducing me, I like to join them there. Hmm. And then as soon as they're finished, I start. It's that oh, no, lap, that lapping time of, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Annie F. Downs. And then I yeah. come from behind the stage and, you know, from the oh, wing. Yeah. And there's an 18-second walk from me. And I pass oh, yeah. Pastor Johnny as he's exiting and we high five or fist pump or just wave now in the days of COVID-19 or embrace a long embrace yeah 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 yeah. in front of everybody it just gets weird so I'd rather meet them out there and then them leave and me jump right in what about you how do you like Uh, uh, coming in cold ice ice cold no introduction if possible (laughs) no this is true just when someone says how can I introduce you I was like I say the greatest service you could give me would be to not introduce me and to just tell me what's Why? happening, and I'll walk on stage. Um, because, like you said, one, they already know an IJM. You know, they probably know, like, oh, somebody from IJM is here or something. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh, <laughs> they uh-huh. don't know, like, me. But they know they know that me or an IJM speaker is here. Right. And second, I like to do my own churning of the audience. So I like to okay. start, start – I don't like to start with them super hot. Like, hey, everybody, we're so excited from IJM. We just love IJM. And, da, 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 da. and Eddie Koffeltz is here. You heard him on Annie F. Downs' show. And, you know, they're sure. just like, rah, rah, rah. and then I walk Feels out. Like and then lot. what What the intro, introduction person doesn't know is that maybe I'm starting this sermon or this this talk on a on a soft note and ramping in. And so now I have to, like, catch that and then release it. I'd rather just start at zero and come in and Our introduce Our personalities myself. are glaring right now. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to churn and control the room. I don't want the room to have, I want it to be a, just an empty slate. But I will tell you, I've learned from my African friends, and they did this in Ghana all the time. I don't introduce myself, because you're right. They just did it. And, it. and if there's a chance that there's nothing, I'm aware of that. If I've seen that there's a bulletin and no, I'm not in it, and I'm literally a stranger walking onto a stage, I'll do a little bit of it. But people in Ghana, I love, and, and all throughout Africa and really India as well, they will say, on behalf of the staff of blah, 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 or on behalf of my family, I mm -hmm. come and I bring you greetings. And I always love that because you really feel it. Oh, I do that because yeah. what the last thing Pastor Kevin always says to me, if I'm talking to him about going somewhere, I'm going to speak, and he always says, drop something off and pick something up for us. Oh, what's so, that mean? So when I get up on stage at another church, I will say, hey, you know, oh, I'm so glad to be here. I love you guys. I love your pastor, if I do, if I know them. And I'll say, uh, my pastor, Pastor Kevin Queen from Cross Point Church, sends you his love and greetings. And oh, he always yeah. asks me to drop something off that's going on with us and pick something up that's going on with y'all. So here's what I like to drop off. We are learning how to pray. And so oh. I'd like to leave that with you. We, I would love to drop off. I, I always make a, a, I always say it's like a, I'm like a freight train. All I'm doing is bringing something to you that God is doing for us. And I'm dropping something and I'm taking something back that I see yeah. God doing here in this church. And so oh, the way y'all serve internationally is really moving to me. And so if it's okay with you, I'd like to pick that up and put it in my train and take it back to Nashville with me. And that's usually how I start if Pastor Great. Kevin has said that to me. I love that, the connection. I, I, I like that. There's a, it makes the whole thing in its proper place. It's yeah. bigger. It's what it is, which is you are a representative of many things. Your family, your church, you, your business, your books, your fan base, you're, you're a representative of all of that on the stage, and you acknowledge that in those moments. I like that. Yeah, that's right. Because to me, my my homiest home, my like when everything else stops, when my yeah. if my career ever stops, what doesn't stop is serving my local church. Yeah. And so it's my truest home uh, that I'm sent from, you know. And yeah. and so I and and it's really fun because then a lot of times people say. Well, uh, yeah, we've actually seen that this is going on at Crosspoint. So we love that you dropped that off. Or, hey, did you also see that we do this over here? You may want to, quote, pick that up. You know, so yeah, it's really fun. Cool. And then I come home and I tell Kevin and I tell the other leaders. I'm like, hey, here's what I picked up. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So that's how I like to start. So it, without, like, I come to you on behalf of the Downs family, the F Downs family, as you call them. And, uh, and I come to you on behalf of my tiny condo I lived in for 40 plus days with no, yes. um, <laughs> so instead I come I, to you on behalf of Crosspoint Church. Yeah. Yeah. I really also though, if, if like, if, if the gods conspire for it to happen, I really like to start with a five minutes of stand up, and that's not a joke. <laughs> I know you do, but, but oh, they I don't do too, know though. it's. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. to start funny. Let's just, and also it can be a loose, loose story. It, yeah, it barely right. has to make sense in the context of it. I'm just like, here's what I'd like to do. And then I'll give you what you want, which is a sermon. But what I'd like to do is joke around for a couple minutes. Oh, all so. I need to do. Well, I mean, that's the reality for a woman teaching in front of men and women is yeah. being funny at the start is, is very winsome mm -hmm. to both men and women. And so yeah. it's very helpful for me. I, I mean, the literal only tie to the joke I want to tell at the start of when I'm teaching 
is it happened yesterday on my way here. Dot, dot, dot. I mean, there is, it does not have to. And that is why we're going to talk about Jonah today. It doesn't have to do that. It does not have to do that. No, 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 no. Oh, and I will often in the moment, like I'll tell the the LA fitness story at the beginning of a sermon, and then I will transition out of it by going, and I wanted to basically tell that story. Here's the way I'll transition it into the sermon. But generally, (laughs) I just wanted to... I just wanted to embarrass myself and have a laugh with you. Like, okay, see, I don't do that. I don't. I don't yeah. ever tell how the sausage is made. Oh, I, I. There is a running narrative about the sausage. Yeah. <laughs> well, to me, part of it is there's a lot of times you'll hear speakers get up and they'll say a joke or they'll do something and then they'll go, "Ooh, that didn't go over very well." Or, oh, I don't like that. Yes, no, because like what that. happens is the audience suddenly feels like you're not in control. That oh, you're no, depending like that. on them to determine how the morning is going to go. And when an audience feels unsafe, they sit on the edge of their chair and they are not they are not resting in what you're talking about. And we oh. want, as the person with the microphone, I want every single person sitting in the audience to feel like Annie knows exactly where this is going and she's got this. So that I can sit back and I can just hear what she's going to say. Funny. Huh. And, and so I don't do any of the sausage making behind the scenes. Here's what's going on in my head because I don't ever want the audience to feel unsafe. Oh yeah, see, I don't do it. That's brilliant. You don't. I know brilliant. you don't. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't. Do, yeah, I don't do, do it because of sausage making. I do it because I'm basically setting a tone of you can trust me. Yes, I know exactly that's right. what's happening right now. I that's know right. that this story was basically just so that we could have a good time together. Yep. And that the connection is loose, and you can trust me. And in about three minutes, I'm going to dig in hard, and that's that right. trust that you've built up with me, you're gonna you're going to feel a whole different thing in a couple right. moments because I'm going to tell you some things that are actually very true. And I want you to know that I've, I've given it this, I've given these words the same level of care that I gave yeah. just some throwaway joke at the beginning That's and right. told you what was happening. But yeah, I totally, the self-referential, never, never shoot yourself on the foot up there. Never and shoot also, yourself on the foot. Never, never, And also never, if ever. you're not funny, it is okay. That's just right. Don't you either don't try. own it. And yeah. just tr- and do try and don't apologize for it. Yeah. And people like me will sit in the crowd and just appreciate it deeply. That's right. Because come on, what a terrible joke. Or just find other things. Now, it doesn't mean if you're teaching out of Luke and you accidentally start in John 9 instead of Luke 9, you can't go, oh, gosh, sorry, wrong book. I meant to say Oh, yes, Luke yes, 9. yes. All that is fine. But it is the, oh, you guys with me out there? Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd get an amen on that. It's kind of the like, uh-huh, hey, no. hey, crowd. Why aren't you responding the way I wanted you to is when the crowd right. goes, wait, why am I not responding the way they wanted me to? Oh, I, what's wrong here? And it's then they're, crowd, they're scared. Right. Yeah. And you realize the person is caring more about the, yes. the crowd response right. than they are what's happening in the moment. And so I feel right. like anytime you- We're feeling you like sh- they brought what God told them to bring. Right, like I'm up here, I have to do this right now, and you, yeah. you, I can't not be doing this. Yeah. And it almost doesn't matter how you're responding. Yeah. If, the, if if the beats of my sermon aren't hitting, it doesn't matter. I have to get to this next thing. Yeah. Eddie, at, at, a, at a point in the last two and a half years, I went and spoke somewhere <laughs> mm-hmm. with a lot of people. Yeah. And I said a thing. I kind of invited them to a particular prayer moment yeah. that yeah. I had, I felt really strongly about. I had gone to the leader and said, hey, I would love to invite the audience to pray about this. The leader had said, that's great. So I had checked what I thought God might be saying to me. I went and checked with the authority 
And the authority said yes. Mm -hmm. And I had time in my calendar. So all the ways I've been taught by my mentors, by pastors, by what scripture says about how you teach, all was green lights. Yes. I get up on stage. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, this is, I'm so uncomfortable. No, 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 this is fine. It's fine. I get up on stage and I do it and it does not go over well. And I was like, well, okay. I mean, and also I've been, I've been doing this as my job for eight years. And mm-hmm. I speak about 50 times a year. So I'm okay. Like, I've, I've had flops that were flops because of me. I've had hugely successful responses that I knew were disobedient in my soul. And the Lord and I had a long talk afterwards. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, I do. crowd response at this point in my career is not, um, is not my measure of success. But I yeah. walked off stage and I was like, man, I got all the green lights on that. And that did not go the way it would you would think it would go that you would invite people to pray for a specific thing and there was a no like almost none response yes months later i'm talking months and months later i got one email from one oh person and they said i just want to tell a, you that was a terrible sermon no <laughs> oh no 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 my headphones unplugged sorry um let oh. me be the person i wish i was right here where my headphones didn't unplug because i was gesturing too much with my hands um you do you You're yeah doing uh and the one person said i want you to know that uh that that moment meant a lot to a lot of people we've just never done anything like that right. and and so i don't know if you've ever even thought about it again but but thank you you know something something nice yeah. da, da, da. this is not like a I hope that's that is not like a praise Annie story. Does that sound like that? I hope not. No, it's it sounds like uh it sounds more of like I mean, I hate to be cliche, but like God was clearly orchestrating something. That's and right. That's right. You you just watched it happen and felt like it bombed, which I think how many things did. does God Well Technically it did. It, it dep- depends on the right? definition. Because clearly there was something that it it resonated in the heart of a yeah. person to send you an email. And I'm guessing for one person that speaks up, I bet there's a dozen that didn't sure. say anything that, right. so it's, it's that hard thing. You're, you're right. It didn't feel satisfying as a public speaker, speaker. as Annie, yeah. like my beginning days as Annie, I would have spent the eight minutes after that flop on stage trying to clean it up. Yeah. Because I did care what the, and I, and I was watching for response and, you know, and, uh, and so it's just been very interesting to, um, to learn, I have a question for you. When you are teaching on a Sunday morning, are you thinking about how to teach to men and women in your head, or are you just going? Like, do you think about this will connect uh, yeah. with men, or this will connect with women, or this will connect with different groups? Like, do you think about mm. that? I don't parse it up, men and women. I parse it up, uh, and and maybe that's because I'm just a I'm a person sitting in the the center point of all kinds of privilege. Um, but I think about a couple things. I think about different ages. So I think about how is what I'm saying resonating with someone who's 80 and grew up in a this not at all this kind of church and sure. is here. How is this resonating when I look at it, when I walk up there and I see an 11 year old sitting there? Sure. How can I actually speak to them? And am I saying anything that is that I need to gently make like I want it to land with them. So I'm primarily I'm thinking of age and secondarily I'm thinking of where they are spiritually. I'm aware that there are people in a room who have no desire to be there and got drugged there. There's people that decided to check it out for the first time because they moved into the apartment complex down the street. I'm sitting I'm there realizing that there are people who are seminary professors that probably that know more than what I'm ever going to say and need 
are look are hungry for some sort of new information. So those are the spectrums I'm thinking are not that they're more like spiritually advanced seminary professors. I'm just thinking of like people. I, that, those are the spectrums I'm thinking. I'm not thinking. Male uh, OK, yeah. maybe I should, though. Maybe I should. No, 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 I don't. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I just didn't know no. that is something that most women I know that speak on Sundays think about. Yeah. Um, but but I also try to think about the ages in the room and telling stories of that don't just sound like a 30 something single female, you know. But also the, realizing I am that. And so everything is going to be through that filter, but I can also think about it. I'm very yeah. concerned that the story I told made me sound like I was like super great. I can understand how you'd feel like that, but I will tell you as someone listening to the show in that moment, just with everybody else, it really sounded like you thought you bombed. Yeah. You thought you did okay. all you were supposed right. to do. And then someone said that something bigger was happening in that moment than your feelings of bombing. Okay, great. And that, I just and that have been actually... me every day, so I know what an idiot I am, and I live with no, myself, no. and I'm a monster. No. And then no, when no, you tell no. stories like that to you, because you and I are just talking about this part of our professional life, all yeah. of a sudden I go like, oh, you and I understand that I'm not saying I'm, yeah, okay. I'm surprised it took us this long to talk about public speaking, because we both really Well, when's the last time we either of us did that? <laughs> well, we both love the art. But I mean, That's for right. as long as we've been doing this daily show, I'm surprised yeah. it took us this long to spend half a show on public speaking. Yeah. Well, um, I've only spoken, you know, I took the whole fall off last year. Yeah. And, and then I got back and went and did one event, got the flu, and was knocked out for a week and a half. And then I did two weeks of a tour and came back. And three days later was quarantined. <laughs> so I've only spoken yes. nine times in the last year or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to speak so much more. I very rarely do. And I, I love, I, I'm glad, but I do miss it. I feel, I'm feeling a little itchy. Do like, you know I when I got up in January yeah. uh, and was go and was doing the event, I was at this Young Life event in Orlando that was amazing. Oh, young, I life. young Life. I know oh, you do best. too. Um, and their president sent me a handwritten thank you note weeks later. I mean, I, I was so stunned because he's yeah. got significantly more things to do, significantly actually famous people on that stage during the event. Yeah, there and were then, a lot of fancy people there. Yes. And so the idea that he remembered my name, I mean, it yeah. shocked me. It was very generous. But I, I, when I got up on stage, I thought, uh, I'm, I am, I'm a little rusty. When I used to do this every weekend, I'm, a, I'm bet I like the the skill part. The gifting doesn't go anywhere. The anointing doesn't go anywhere for what God's yeah. called you to do. But the right. skill part can get rusty. And I had I, been off a of stage yeah. for half a year. I should have done a couple drop-in sets of the improv before mm -hmm, I hopped mm -hmm. up here and just done an That's open right. mic. That's right. Just acted like I've been out here for been yeah. out road road warrior for a year, and I've been off the road. The funny thing about that event is that I have so many Young Life friends. My friend Joe, I don't need to go through them, but I've got many, well, now many Joe's texts. the only one who gets... gets Joe Farrell, everybody. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Love, I love Joe He's Farrell. He's a huge fan of the show. Huge fan of you. I think he despises me. That's not true. <laughs> Joe and I love each other. But Joe, I get texts. So wherever you go in the world, people send me texts because they know we're friends. And yeah. and and I'm always very grateful for it because I'm like, oh, there's there's my friend. But I, it, I mean, Joe's was like, 
here's a line and Annie's taking pictures and and there's a video of you. And then I just always think, now do I text Annie and say, I just <laughs> saw you or I saw a this? picture of you. Someone texted me a picture of you. Ew, Annie. Yeah. But I, I basically that. I I know where you're at. Yeah, yeah. This Annie, weird I know where you're at at all times. Right. Real time tracking thing. Um I love that. okay. I, I need to to cross a couple things off the list and we're oh, twenty sure. minutes into the I'm show. I'm ready. Okay. okay. Bingo. Now, this bingo game, um, I I don't want to give anything away about it, but a couple things. One, I still haven't looked at the board. Okay. Bit, and and people have been tagging me a lot, and I guess, and that's great because I'm I'm talking with you on the show. Right. So I haven't looked at the board. I don't know. They're also being it. very funny trying to hide from you what's on the board. Some people are Xing off uh, what they got yesterday nice and then covering the other ones. It's hysterical. And oh, not everybody Xed off the same stuff yesterday. Oh, that's interesting. I know. So I haven't shared any of them because I'm like, well, I don't want them to all see what the other people heard or didn't hear. Now, I feel like there's a lot of energy around this game. <laughs> around the rules? And, feels like people oh, are very oh, concerned. <laughs> the rules and what the prize is. And let me just say this about the prize. Uh, you cannot exceed your own expectations for how great they are. <laughs> it is so much better than you can fathom. Whatever you think it is, like whatever you think it is, it's so much better than that. Ever wanted uh, to have Annie in your home in person for a week? Keep playing bingo. Ever wanted, <laughs> right? Just definitely raise your expectations. Oh my god! For what you win. <laughs> oh, I love this bingo game. I'm just watching it happen because this is you and your people, and I love it. It yeah. makes me so happy. Do you have anything you well, want to say about people bingo? Too. No, I'm enjoying it. I think it's very fun. I do think. It, you know, people are concerned that people can cheat if there's a if if all they have to do is fill in every box. I think they're underestimating that we're smart, <laughs> that we and that it's a game and we have a plan. And there's a couple of boxes a lot of people are confused about, and they're very concerned about whether it they're supposed to mark them off or. So I would just say to everyone, if we get to Friday and you still have concerns, yes, then then reach out. Just know we have an actual plan for this week. Yeah. And by your people, I just want to rewind to that. I didn't mean, I meant like your staff is very smart and thought about this. I just ride the wave. That's what I meant. <laughs> you and your people di are doing this. This is all your folks. But uh, I uh, love... No, it, it wouldn't be without you, which is, I mean, I there are things I want to say to you about how the bingo game is going, but I can't yeah. because of because of what's on the board. But it is... Nope. I mean, it is funnier. It is funnier than you can imagine. It's very yeah. funny. And the, and the prize is overwhelming. So people push hard. <laughs> Stop push. <it. laughs> sorry. Sorry to let the air out. <laughs> You're going to break everybody's hearts. I am going to break everybody's heart. Uh, so that was bingo. I wanted to talk about that. Okay. The second, second thing, can we do a couple minutes of seriousness? Yeah. I, like, I mean, I feel like we did 19 minutes of serious, but I'm very oh, yeah. open to what you have to bring here. And also, who took over this? Why am I taking over this show all of a sudden? I'm well, like you had a list it. today, and I've got one thing on my list that actually will be great for Wednesday. Okay. So I'll just move it over. I, I, that is one of my things I do every morning is I look at my list from yesterday, and I transfer whatever we didn't talk about to today. So I'll just okay. do that again tomorrow morning when I'm sitting on my porch. Okay. Well, then here's what I want to say. I have some mixed feelings, and I'm trying to figure out how I feel, and I was curious if you had any feelings about it. About um, There's more and more news percolating of... Governors making the decision to reopen states. Yeah. And 
I don't actually politically, I don't want to weigh into that because I just don't, I don't really understand it well enough. And I also think, I, I don't know. I just don't understand it well enough to have that conversation. Sure. But I feel like I would have felt more excited about the reality that Georgia seems to be making strides, at least, or conversations about reopening. But to me, it feels really early and it feels uh, kind of dangerous. But then again, I'm not a scientist. So I was just wondering how you're reconciling that, because it feels like there's this movement to a little bit reopen and just see what happens. Have you had any thoughts about that or is this too early to talk about? This? Have you ever seen a chimpanzee on the hanging yes. on to the front edge of the cage? Have I? Right. Yeah. Right. That's me right now. So <laughs> I am the chimpanzee on the front of the cage, shaking the bars, trying to get out. And so yeah. I probably don't have a balanced view of this because Tennessee is getting very serious about reopening after next week. Um, yeah. As of yesterday, well, here's the situation. We have 90, my friend who's, who was Miss Tennessee said it correctly yesterday, my friend Ashley, but I can't remember, 94 or 95. My friend Jen knew it because she's smart. My friend Ashley is also smart, but was Miss Tennessee. 94 or 95 counties, 89 of them are planning to reopen next at the end of next week. The six of us that are that are metropolis kind of cities yes. are are making a decision together, like Memphis, Nashville, and Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the idea of reopening, but that is because I'm a chimpanzee who's shaking my cage. And so when so we talked have, about it yesterday, yeah. I was like, "Yes, yes, yes! Tell me where I can go. Let's go. Let's go to restaurants. I just want to see strangers again." Like, I can't wait to be surrounded by strangers. There's such an energy about being around strangers. And But, and, but yeah. I get nervous about getting sick, though. Because it's not like the virus has gone away. I, no. I'm trying to figure out, like, what's normal. <laughs> That's what I don't know in my head is what, right. what, what, and a, I don't, what does a normal... Per- yeah, yeah. The yeah. two times that on this show that I've said, like, scientific health things, I have regretted it purely out of, like, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. And so I have not- medical... Prof- yeah. I mean, I have my doctorate in ridiculousness, but that's it. And it was Got expensive. It. it was expensive it was, to get. But it was it was really a, it was costly. It was a huge waste of time. Yeah, yeah. It was also super stupid. Um <laughs> but I uh so I do have medical professionals who have said like this is gonna be fine and this won't be fine and da da da. So to me, mask, gloves, washing your hands a ton. I just don't know if it's gonna take a year for a vaccine or whatever. We can't stay in our houses that long. We're going to have to learn to live in public with on yeah. high alert that there are there are reasons we should be sanitary. That's actually how we should have always been living, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, actually yeah. should have always washed our hands as much as the employees at every restaurant have to wash their hands. And it's the sign we read when we walk out of the bathroom, right? Like, yeah. we always should have been doing that. And so I just wonder, again, I... I don't know. I just wonder if if what we need to know. I just wonder if if it will work for states to slowly reopen and people mm-hmm. to be very smart and on high alert to keep themselves sanitary, not anybody else, except right. maybe their children, not to judge how anybody else is doing it, but to do whatever it takes for you to feel like you're getting to be sanitary. If that means staying home, if that means doing less, that's fine. If that means a mask or gloves or whatever, fine. Um, but I, I do think 
economically and for me emotionally, this has to stop. The quarantine, though, has been in a way slightly convenient in terms of the mental energy because I haven't had to understand the science to be a part of making a decision for our family that is safe. It's like, okay, just stay home. Everybody has to stay home. You don't have to think about it. Maybe it's crazy, right? People are reading stories about Sweden never did a quarantine and they did, I forget what it's called, where it's- Herd, uh, herd herd, immunity. Yeah. And you're like, well, maybe that was right. I didn't have to make a choice. Everybody just took care of it. Stay home. Mm -hmm. Now there's Mm -hmm. this weird moment we're facing, I think, and this is a little bit of just anxiety popping up that just doesn't, I don't have to think about this today. But I'll just verbalize it. Yeah, so, I'll just, go for it. I'll just say it out loud. Is that I, like, like school in Florida was just canceled. Just this two days ago was canceled for, for the, rest the whole of the year. year. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sad, sad for the girls. They were, you know, going to miss their friends, but also kind of, kind of grateful because sure. I just don't, we don't have to make that hard decision of, do we send them back? Do for we send them weeks? back? Or, yeah. Right. Now we don't, we, now we can just pump that decision down the field until, you know, the end of the summer. Sure. But I don't know what to do with, myself and i don't know how to f- I, I also am like do i start to feel excited and hopeful like i just got yeah. invited to speak at something in october in california and i was like yeah oh my well that could be but i've just i've shut down the entire hope factory for <laughs> for leaving the house period and so yeah. the weird to feel it trickling man i don't know maybe i, I think i just brought up more questions and answers but i was just thinking about that today no i'm with you i i don't I, I want to be careful. I also, this is really hard <laughs> and, yeah, it's, and it's been a long time. And I, I, if, if medical professionals will talk to our government officials yeah. and they will yeah. all decide that it's okay for us to leave our house more, not mm-hmm. all the time, but more, I will be very grateful. After next week, I understand that ours isn't <laughs> yeah. changing before the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I didn't realize how much I missed it until we went and, or I went and picked up uh, our Saturday night takeout dinner. Yeah. And I was at this, and they had this, it's this great restaurant in Gainesville, and I just love this place. And they had set up just a perfect outdoor patio that you didn't have to touch anything. You had to do doors. They asked your name. They cleaned it off. Everybody got a new glove. I mean, it's just like the perfect pickup experience. And they just had jazz music going loudly, and it was fun. And I was standing out there, and I thought, I am so happy right now. Yeah. And you thought a month and a half ago, I would have just been picking up, checking my phone real quick, z- zipping home so we could do yep. dinner. And now I'm like partying, having a solo party at this, at this pickup yep. place. And you realize, oh, I but it's actually, actually really... not a solo party. That's the thing. Yeah. Tell me more. Is that you were surrounded by people you didn't know. And there oh, is yeah. an energy to that. Even if you're an introvert, even if you don't love humans, there is an energy to. All these people yeah. have a reason for being here, and so do I. Mm-hmm. So the the thing that lit you up wasn't being by yourself because you weren't by yourself. Oh, yeah. There were people everywhere, well, right? I mean, you weren't the only one on the patio. Two sets of footprints. Look behind <laughs> me. There was one. Bingo. That's a box, everybody. Check it off. <laughs> <laughs> I for sure left your footprints off the bingo. Uh... Third, it's a third time I've gotten a real laugh from you out of the two sets of footprints. I keep a tally in my head of how many is, times I can it use it. gets me. I don't, I can't, I genuinely, yeah, I with my s- whole soul, I can't explain why, but it does work every time. It is a guaranteed home run. 
every time and I got to hold on and I got to sit on it for a little while. But okay, so, thanks for talking me through my mental. I aspect. don't feel like you came. We either of us really came to an end. What's your end? I don't know. I don't know. I think okay. the end is we've never done this before, and this That's is all right. new, That's and right. I don't know what to think. And I have a lot of really smart people around me, primarily Brian, who is very wise and very discerning. Mm-hmm. And as in in reality, we're probably weeks and weeks away from having to make any actual decisions of do we go to a restaurant tonight or not. You so mean what I? I need you to mean week and week away, which is this week and next week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. No, true. No, but I mean, I meant like we don't actually have to face the decision of yeah, do we go out and right, face right. masks and gloves or do we stay home? Like right now, as far as I know, we're not supposed to leave the house unless it's critical. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. or whatever essential is the word. And so I actually don't where I land is I I can stop thinking about this now. I will just yeah. face this when I don't have any new information. I will just face this when it comes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how I, that's how I usually end most things. I don't know. Yeah. I'll just face it when right. it comes. Yeah, I mean, it is literally how do, we have to think about the future, but also tomorrow has enough worries of its own. You should write a Bible. Both are. <laughs> uh, Edward, do you have a hero for today? I do. Okay. I have been. Uh, there are so many, but I have been touched by. There are. I f- an angel. <laughs> no. Oh. Nice job, Roma. The second, uh, the sec. I feel like artists are coming into the second wave of art, and the oh. first wave was we're just going to do what we do at home and make it free. And we know you're stuck at home, and this is weird. And it's week two, and what do we do? Here's a concert. Uh huh. Uh huh. But I love the way artists respond to anything. A big political crisis, middle of sure. Nixon and Watergate, the artists come out. You know, any any big moment that the artists eventually begin to respond with their art. And so a month, five, six weeks in, the artists, I feel like, are percolating with new art that has to do specifically with the moment. And so I've just been seeing a lot of really cool, inspiring art recently. Okay. Do you know? Uh, Is there someone? Know who, yeah, good. I wanted you to know. Yeah, it was Jeremy name Cowart. Oh you my know, gosh, of course. Yes, you know, I, I used, you know, I'm the, um, this is a mini BFF warning. Uh, when uh, Jeremy's children lose a tooth, the tooth fairy gets on the phone with them. That's all you need to know. Hey, y'all. That's y'all how lost good a tooth. No, nah, she sounds a little bit more like Mrs. Doubtfire. It's pretty disappointing. Oh, oh, it's a little bit like, ooh. ooh. Yeah. It's like oh, on yeah. a, oh, yeah. Arrested Development. It's What's bad. The... Yeah, it's bad. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Featherbottom. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who it is. Um, but yes, I used so, to well, nanny for them. And they're like oh, some of my of dearest friends. Yeah. I love the cowards. But yes, he's, it's unbelievable. I don't know that. I don't know him at all, and I only follow him on Instagram and have been a fan of his art. But he's yeah. doing this cool thing where, and I don't know how he's doing it. But somehow people are connecting with him online and he is somehow projecting these pictures and people that are not together. He can project them together and then he creates the but it looks like these old kind of like tin type photos. Yeah, it's just it's I like love tin type photos, too. I'm not being I silly. I really love tin types. I think they're beautiful. He, no, I know you're not being silly. I love this. These pictures and he is somehow taking I don't. I don't really know how to explain art well. I just know that when I see what he's doing, I thought. I've thought to myself, "There it is. 
we are not leaving our house, but he's making a unique special kind of art that would not have been in his head two months ago mm-hmm. with this moment. And it feels real and analog and yeah. it, it feels tactile and it yep. feels grainy. And I just it's those little things that are I am just appreciating the artist interjecting yeah. things into the world. And so. Jeremy shows them live when he's doing them. If anybody wants to go oh. watch, it's Jeremy Cowart on Instagram and Twitter. And the hashtag is love transported. So oh, see, it's I didn't know two any of different, that. It's so two people. Did you say us part? You did. It's two people that aren't able to be together that he puts in a photo together. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's neat. Yeah. Who would you who would you do yours with? Uh probably my parents. Oh, I yeah, know that sounds sweet. very true, of course, because we talk about my parents yeah. a lot. But like my yeah. mom and my dad and one of my sisters are all yeah. together. And so I think it'd be fun if the rest of all the siblings and mm-hmm. if we did like a family picture with a lot of us. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's so, very sweet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I think that'd be fun. But then also, like, I've my three closest friends in Georgia. That'd be fun. My buddy Jonathan Merritt in New York. That'd be fun. I mean, you oh, know, that's sweet. You and I, Eddie. Merritt. That's what we should do. Penguin pals. We should get. <laughs> we should get Jeremy <laughs> to get you and the Brian and the girls in one place, and me in the other place. <laughs> and we're all the big family photo. The reward for bingo. Is all, that is the only people who get to see our 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 pictures by Jeremy Coward. You get sent one picture <laughs> by Jeremy Coward, and it's all of us on Zoom smiling as he does his magic. It's a really good idea. Um, I'm seriously considering it. I'm going to text him today. Do you want to know who I have my picture done with? Yes, I, of course I do. That was going to well, be my you, next question. If I was a better person. Okay, well, it would be your parents as well. <laughs> the whole thing was a joke. I don't have an answer. I don't care. I have no idea. <laughs> your parents as well. Well done. Dad be, did say he was proud of you for okay. first All right. Close out the show. <laughs> Close out the show. Um, hey, today's IJM hero is awesome. As y'all know, we've been partnering with IJM the last couple of weeks. International Justice Mission, where Eddie proudly works, uh, is a global nonprofit working to end slavery and violence around the world and focuses especially on the most vulnerable people that are in poverty. And today's hero is a man named Gopi. Gopi? Is that how you say it? G-O-P-I? I'm going to be honest. I don't really know. Gopi? Gopi? I I don't know. I don't don't know. I I don't know how to pronounce all the names. I apologize. Oh, boy. I hate saying someone's name wrong. Gopi. Gopi. How do you spell it? G-O-P-I. Yeah, I've read that name a million times, but I've never said it out loud. I, I, as an IJM staffer, I I give you permission to just go with it. Okay, great. We're we're all doing the best we can. Because I'm going to tell you this. I have been around the world with IJM, and the name Eddie does not always work well. What else do they they say to you? Uh, it, it's it's more of a soft landing on the IE at the end, and then I uh-huh. switched to Edward, and we're in business. Yeah, there we go. Okay, great. Um, Unfortunately, okay, go because with... of imperialism, et cetera, et cetera. People <laughs> sure, know everyone knows Edward. how to say King Edward's name. Yeah, so I got it's you. a huge <laughs> it's, it's a huge bummer. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> that being said, um, Gopi. Gosh, I'm gonna I, go with Gopi. If I say Gopi, fix me. I'm gonna go with Gopi. Also, also, I work for IJM, and I need to remember that right now because I'm yeah, like, sure. go ahead, say the name, whatever you want. Imperialism. Yeah. Let's make a joke. All right, keep going. <laughs> okay, Gopi and his family were trapped in slavery in a rice mill, and mm-hmm. he had a two-year-old son who had a heart condition and needed medical attention, except the slave owner who controlled Gopi's life was brutal. Verbal abuse, physical beatings to make them comply with his orders. 
Gopi could never leave the facility even to take his son to a doctor. But he had to do something to save his son, and so he grew def- desperate. And he escaped the facility, and IJM made contact with him soon after and helped him speak to district officials about the condition he and his, families were, he and his family were facing. And he told the truth. And sp- I, that's one of my favorite parts of all these heroes from IJM is like, at some point, they have to tell what's going on to the local officials, and they do. Someone does. And that's what Gopi did, which is just incredible. They immediately assembled a team to investigate his claims. And when they found him to be telling the truth, they mobilized to rescue Gopi's entire family and many others. And that day, IJM got to escort Gopi's family and two other families to their home villages after being away for years. And everyone came out when they got home. Everyone came out in their village and celebrated the return of their loved ones, which is so sweet. Uh, oh, that is. Yeah, I know. So the, Gopi oh, is that, one yeah, yeah, brave yeah. survivor. And the only reason IJM can help him is because of people like our friend friends who are listening, who have yeah. like bombarded the IJM website, which I love. <laughs> I, it is so fun. It is really, really fun. It's the so seat. fun. Because, you know, at IJM, there's a lot of, like, stat nerds, and I respect them and love sure, them a lot. Sure, sure, sure. And they're just like, look at this. <laughs> you know, just little, I just I just I really it. respect it. So, I, I, yeah, keep going. Sorry. I think it's fun. So, you guys it's can do awesome. that to, again today. IJM.org slash be a hero and join IJM as a freedom partner. Freedom partners send lasting rescue and restoration by giving $24 or more each month. And they make it possible to tell stories like Gopi's. That website again, ijm.org slash be a hero. So Yay. I just love that. That made me happy. I know. That's great. A 40 minute show. Well, hey, we're done with 30 we? minutes, aren't we? No. We're, we're just trying. Done. We're trying, you guys. We just. Are we, we? It's been two weeks since we did a 30 minute show. I know. I, I don't know, I don't know if we can heart. do it. We're, we're supposed to do it. Mm hmm. But, anyway. you know. When the magic happens, the magic happens. And if you need to do 20 minutes of pretty inside baseball, how to preach a sermon, yeah. well, this right. is where you come to. That's right. Well. All right, friends. Well, let's do it again tomorrow, Eddie. You want to? Yes, I do. And that isn't even sarcasm. That's okay, real. great. I, do want, I enjoy this a great deal. Same, same. All right, friends, go wash your hands, please. Let's everybody keep washing your hands. And we'll see you and back here bang- tomorrow. And that bingo prize, so good. I mean, it's incredible.